Hi guys, my name is Marasia. Today on Curious Thoughts Explained, in my episode Music Manipulation, we're going to be discussing how music therapy helps the body. Before we get into the main topic of discussion, I want to form a bigger picture on music as a whole, or in general. It's clear that music plays a part in our everyday lives. We listen to it on our way to work, while we work out, and some of us make it a hobby to create our own musical compositions. Many people love to write out their own song lyrics or create their own poems or even make their own beats at home in their bedroom using their phone or a laptop. I play the violin and I find it as a form of relaxation. So whether we acknowledge it or not, it's clear that music can have an effect on our bodies. I know myself and a lot of my peers listen to music while completing homework, reading, or just completing daily chores because it helps to stay focused. And I'm sure everyone can relate to instinctively grabbing headphones when they're having a bad day because they just need to relax. In these cases, we choose to listen to music because we know the effect it will have. Research has shown an increase in music when exercising, reading, traveling, and meditating. This is because music can give different experiences and it's the strongest way to evoke emotion. Now for some historical background on music therapy. It dates back so long ago. The practice of music healing can be found in indigenous healing ceremonies of music and dance, and the therapy can also date back as far as to ancient Greece with numerous works done by Plato and Pythagoras. It formally began in America after World War I and World War II when local musicians would come together and travel to veteran hospitals around the country to play for those suffering physical and emotional trauma. Doctors saw positive emotional and physical responses by their patients and a large demand grew for these musicians as well as the needed college curriculum for it to become a profession in hospitals. And by the 1940s, change was made by advocates to make music therapy a common practice. Ira Altshuler promoted music therapy in Michigan for around three decades before Michigan State created its first academic program in music therapy in 1944. Ether Gaston is known to be the father of music therapy because he was able to put the therapy at an organizational and educational level, and by 1998, the American Music Therapy Association was established. The science behind the way our bodies take in music really is interesting. We are able to mimic the feelings that are produced through music because of mirror neurons. These different feelings are then produced from frequencies of sound waves and different rhythms. When hearing these different frequencies and rhythms, the rate that these neurons are sent out play a part in our given moods. For example, if the neurons are sent out at a high speed, it creates excitement, and when they're sent out at a slow speed, it can put you in a more relaxed mood. So in conclusion, musical therapy works because it provides distraction and slows the rhythms of the body. The cool thing about music is that the auditory cortex is being interacted with not only when listening to it, but also imagining it. This leads to benefits of a reduced heart rate, lowered blood pressure, relaxed muscle tension, improvement in cardiac output as well as respiration, and overall improving physical discomfort. Now 
that we have a better understanding of music therapy and how it works to improve the body both emotionally and physically, we can get into some of the different ways to go about the therapy to reach the desired outcome of the patient. Singing, mainly common in pediatrics, allows patients to relax and fall asleep when listening to singing at slow tempos. Because the body will slow down with the rhythm of the singing, it can be used while patients read, engage in conversation, or even make the patient feel more comfortable in a hospital setting. Playing an instrument can give the patient the physical ability to coordinate physical movements. Patients who would benefit from the strengthening their movement control would be those who lack steadiness with movement. This could be patients who suffer imbalance when walking, have trouble with proper finger movement, or unsteadiness when following daily activities such as being able to pick up items. Receptive music therapy allows patients to cope with their pain and discomfort. After listening to the music, you would then create a response to what you've listened to. This can be done through journaling, drawing, or a given verbal response. <clears throat> Compositional music therapy includes writing songs with lyrics and instrumentals, creating a music video, or different audio recordings. This therapy is done often in groups. Members are able to plan and put together original thoughts to create a musical piece. Members of the same group would share similar situations, so there could be a group for those who have lost a loved one, or a group for people who are struggling slash have struggled with addiction. This gives them a chance to emotionally express through communication their feelings with other people. If you're someone who's interested in music therapy, here's how a session is made. A music therapist will plan the session to best fit the needs of their patient. An initial meeting will take place and ideas will be formed to specific needs of the patient's areas of interest. Determinants of a session are the patient's physical health, communication abilities, cognitive skills, and emotional well-being. After the first initial meeting, the therapist may talk to other professions who are taking care of the patient. These other professions are usually medical personnel, child life specialists, language pathologists, or dance movement therapists. This gives the music therapist an idea of the specific physical and emotional milestones that should be met. With all the gathered information, it's then easy to decide if singing, playing an instrument, receptive therapy, or compositional therapy is best for you, and whether or not you should be attending one-on-one -on -one sessions, group sessions, or a combination of both. everyone to try out musical therapy. Music is such a fun thing and I think people would benefit from doing it each day to maybe unwind themselves at the end of the day after going to school or practice or taking a really hard test. I think it's a good way for people to wind down and just really connect with their bodies and slow down their breathing. it for my segment music manipulation on curious thoughts explained thank you for listening